Welcome to the Sustainable Investor Podcast, where we will discuss topics of interest within the realm of personal finance and sustainability. I'm your host, Frank Beiskov, and I'm excited to share a variety of ideas across the intersection of personal values and personal finance. The show is intended to be educational and inspiring in nature, and should not be construed as personalized investment, legal, or tax advice. Advisory services are offered through 44 Financial, a member of Advisory Services Network, LLC. Now, let's get started and dive into today's episode. Today, we will talk about the wind-powered lawnmower, or more specifically, how this term can reflect being sustainable in your day-to-day life. Being a sustainable investor, can also mean trying to align other aspects of your life with your values through being a sustainable consumer. For me, mowing my lawn is something I like to do. It's a way of getting some fresh air, allowing my mind to wander. And although I do aim purely for the fun of it to make my way around the yard in a way I've never done before, even just a minor difference, it does not require much thought. Meditative activity of sorts? Well, the basis of the story is my battery-powered lawnmower. Uh, And since I source my electricity from renewable sources, uh, in my case, wind and solar, uh, I like to say uh, my lawnmower is wind-powered. If nothing else, it's brought a chuckle uh, or two from a neighbor passing by uh, when the topic comes up. My focus on sustainable investing involves screening for fossil fuel exposure in the portfolios I manage. And making my own electric consumption fossil fuel free is a small additional step. Depending on which region and power company you are associated with, you may also have the option to choose your own electricity producer. The power itself will still be delivered through your local utility. Uh, although they will no longer generate the electricity, but instead buy it from the chosen producer. I have several renewable producers to choose from and chose one that uh, solely use wind and solar. I'm not a fan of nuclear power, although technically it is fossil fuel free due to the issues with the waste and potential significant safety concerns. Likewise, I choose to stay away from hydropower, which can also be classified as renewable, uh, but it involves changing the natural flow of water in a way that can be a major disruption to wildlife in and out of the water. I currently do pay a uh, small premium compared to the standard utility rates in my area, but it is worth it to me. Over time, I think this premium will decrease as renewable energy becomes cheaper and the cost of conventional resources, natural gas in particular, is trending higher. Of course, you can take your power generation a step further and install solar panels uh, on your roof and it may even be a good investment as well, depending on location and sun radiation, etc. And with the recent Inflation Reduction Act, there are uh, potential tax credits and other financial support available to new installations that further makes it worth a look. And something I am considering at the moment, 
And I just may get back to that in a future episode. As part of the mission of 44 Financial, I do what I can to reduce my own environmental footprint through conscious consumption of supplies and energy. For the parts that I can't eliminate, I've purchased carbon offsets to try to reverse my emissions through a carbon sequestering project. And I am proud to say that I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary of being carbon neutral. It's a small thing by itself, but I hope other small businesses join the effort and together we can make a difference. Being a consumer, you weigh several different aspects in your daily purchasing decisions. Things such as price, availability, convenience, etc. Uh, in a recent blog post, and you can find the link in the notes, um, I took things a step for, uh, further and looked at the company behind the products when making my Halloween candy decisions. I measured two of these companies on their overall carbon footprint, on equal pay, and on responsible water usage. It was quite interesting and surprised me in the power I felt it gave me making what seems like a minuscule purchase of a couple bags of candy feel bigger and aligned with uh, my, my values. And I think that is honestly one of the powers of, uh, of sustainable investing. Namely, starting a conversation with others and in particular yourself about what matters to you and different ways to support those values. It becomes quite powerful uh, as you live those values in as many areas of your life as possible, creating an impact in many different forms. Each may be small, but when aggregated, it has the uh, potential to become meaningful, even more so if you can inspire others to do the same. Sustainable investing by itself has its limits uh, as to how much it can move the needle. One of the ways it works is that it may make financing your projects more attractive for companies that meet the sustainable thresholds compared to those that do not, and thereby over time creating more attractive investments and a move towards more sustainably focused business practices and decision making. A more direct way, and one I pay quite a bit of attention to, is that of active ownership. That is whether the investment companies you invest through are using their voting power and their voice to influence companies to make more sustainable decisions. If you own individual shares, you will receive notifications to vote for various agenda items. You can then research these different things that are up for a vote, and it may not always be the best option to vote with the management suggestions. As an active shareholder, you want to be able to exert a level of direction or control with those things that are important to you. If instead you invest through mutual funds, you then give the fund manager the right to vote on your uh, behalf. A mutual fund is an investment vehicle consisting of a portfolio of stocks, bonds, and other securities overseen by a professional money manager, manager and amazingly, not all fund managers exercise this right to vote. Taking a look at their voting records, both how often they vote and how they, they vote, can be part of the due diligence when choosing the right investment options for you. 
You may think that your votes don't count because you're a small shareholder of a big company. However, just like making small changes to your daily life can aggregate to something bigger, your votes do as well. When combining with others, the total vote count can shift direction or mandates for these large firms. Not everyone votes, so you may not even need a majority of all the shareholders to make a certain change happen. In addition, many fund managers that have a values alignment have formed alliances to pursue a more effective form of shareholder activism, thereby making their voice heard a bit louder. All told, there are several different ways to create an impact, from choices of consumption, lifestyle adjustments, political involvement, volunteering, and philanthropy. And if you would like to see how you may be able to align your investments with your values as well, um, reach out to me for a complimentary assessment to get you started. The link is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to the Sustainable Investor Podcast. If you'd like more information or have questions or comments, my contact information is in the show notes. If you like the show, please subscribe and share it with two other people that may be interested in the topic as well. Until next time, go make a difference in your world. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized tax, investment, legal, or other professional advice. Before taking any actions, you should always seek the assistance of a qualified professional. The information contained in this podcast is derived from sources deemed to be reliable, but cannot be guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenter and do not reflect the views or opinions held by Advisory Services Network, LLC.